On Wednesday, when the inquiry was about to start, it emerged that board chairperson Mbulayeni Magube filed an application for leave to appeal the High Court ruling by Judge Shiraj Desai that paved the way for the inquiry to continue. This was announced by Ad Hoc Committee Chairperson Vincent Smith when he opened the meeting. Honorable members, yesterday afternoon I was informed uh, that Professor Magube has filed a leave to appeal Judge Desai's hearings or Judge Desai's decisions of Friday. Now, members, to my knowledge, I am not aware that the court has given its reasons for the findings. And if that is the position that the court has not given its reasons for the findings, I'm unclear on what basis an appeal could have been made. Uh, On receiving the notification from Professor Maguve, we immediately engaged senior counsel. It resulted in a delay. The committee had to decide on whether to continue or wait for the appeals process. But after getting legal advice behind closed doors, a decision was taken that the inquiry should continue. There was a second delay because Magube's legal team requested that presentations and reports of the Auditor General, Ikasa, and the Public Protector should be made available in Braille. But the Ad Hoc Committee refused to accede to the request. Smith said Magube had enough time to translate these public documents into Braille. We received an email from Teresa Heldenes, who is part of the SABC. Dear Cindy, I acknowledge receipt of the communication and will respond to the previous emails under separate cover. Full stop. Kindly resubmit the communication in word format in order to allow the chairperson to transcribe same into Braille to allow him to be able to read it. Kind regards, Teresa. I'm not going to allow you to comment, uh, Mr. Waters. We are continuing with this process. AG, it's yours. After that, Magube, his legal team, and SABC executives walked out of the committee. They then called a media briefing in Cape Town to respond to what transpired in the Ad Hoc Committee meeting. At the briefing, Magube claimed that he was bullied by members of the Ad Hoc Committee and that his rights were violated. I'm not against the inquiry taking place as it is purported out there. The interdict that we had a week or so ago was that I believed that the process was not going to be fair, independent and impartial. The attitude that prevailed today was very, very negative or hostile. As the chairperson, I felt bullied, I felt belittled, I felt disrespected. The utterances made by various members of the ATO committee attest to what I've said. Claudi Motsweneng was also at the media briefing, slamming the ATO committee and accusing it of playing politics. He claimed that unnamed forces are out to destroy the public broadcaster. We as SABC, we have a duty to fulfill. We are here to make sure that we defend the organization, whether forces are all out there to destroy the organization. We are also aware that SABC for the first time has done very well financially on governance matters. We are also aware that there are politics here that we need to deal with and we are not going to be apologetic when it comes to the agenda of certain individuals putting their own agenda, abusing the same process of parliament to deal with the SABC. The Auditor General Ikasa and the Public Protector went ahead with their presentations on Wednesday.
During his presentation, Promus Butelezi from the Auditor General's office said the SABC's internal controls are still very weak and need effective performance management systems to hold everyone accountable. There should be stability in the governance structures which are providing um, the oversight. And also, um, rather than having the action plans in place, those action plans must be implemented and they should be able to address our findings and also the findings of the internal audits because mainly they are, they are more or less similar. And then uh, you improve and beef up the daily and the monthly controls in terms of those daily transactions. And then there should be an effective uh, performance management system which uh, will ensure that uh, it's holding everyone accountable. On her predecessor, Tulima Doncella's report titled When Governance and Ethics Fail, Public Protector Busisiwem Kwebani said the SABC board only took action against Laudi Motsweneng after a court order that the remedial action was binding. The remedial action to be taken then was the board to initiate appropriate disciplinary action against Mr. Motsweneng and Ms. Lulama Mokobo. This was partially implemented. Whilst the board did initiate a disciplinary action against Mr. Mutsoning, it only did this after a court application was instituted to compel them to do so. The process was also malicious or malicious compliance as key witnesses were not called and important evidence was not uh, produced. Communications regulator ICASA said the SABC has not yet complied with its ruling to withdraw its decision not to broadcast footage of destruction of public property. It has laid criminal charges against the SABC. Nomvuiso Baiki briefed the Edo committee. Uh, the SABC, to our surprise, informed the authority that it had never kent any material or footage. Why this is important, during the C hearings, which I forgot to, to state at the beginning, I'm the councillor that sits in the C. At no particular point was this matter raised at the C hearing. It was raised only when the compliance division of ICASA followed up with the SAPC that uh, the SAPC has never canned any, ma- any material or footage in that respect. As of uh, to date, the SAPC has never provided any proof of the withdrawal. On Thursday and Friday, the two former CEOs, Phil Mulefe and Lula Mamokobo, talked about Mutsweneng's alleged influence on the SABC boards at the time they were at the corporation. There were many, many instances where Mr. Mutsweneng had meetings with the board chair and other board members. And those meetings would be conducted without without my knowledge or presence. And to that degree, many times, there would be things that were planned which I would not be aware of. And frequently, I would be made to appear as somebody who didn't know what they were doing. The first thing that struck me when I attended my first board meeting was to find that a member of staff who was neither CFO nor COO, was allowed to sit in meetings as a board member. This member of staff is Claudi Motsweneng, who at the time had just been appointed group executive, stakeholder relations and provinces 
barely three months in the new position. This was a glaring aberration from the norms and standards of the board to have a staff member other than the appointed executive directors sitting in board meetings. Former non-executive board members Roni Lubisi, Vusi Mavuso and Krish Naidu also testified. Mavuso told the inquiry he had a problem with the relationship between Makube and Saudi Motsweneng as it hampered oversight. The kind of oversight role that the board would play over the executive was to a large degree undermined. And it then resulted into this regression that I'm referring to. I do, I'm of the firm view that it could have been different if there was greater firmness. I'll give an illustration. The current chairperson was quite, or should I say he had a, he mollycoddled some of the executives, particularly the person who was acting in the position of chief operating officer. And the kind of relationship they had was for me quite problematic. And Roni Lubisi said he voted against the appointment of Motsweneng at a meeting that was convened by Chabalala. He claimed that the board members received notification from Chabalala for a board meeting, which ran late into the evening. Lubisi says the permanent appointment of Motsweneng, which was effected the following day, was not on the board's agenda. She just read a letter. I have never seen that letter. It was said to be from, I, I don't know whether it was from the lawyers of the, Mr. Mutsuneng, saying that he has been acting for too long and then mentioning some achievements there. He has achieved A, B, C, D, and then now he needed to be appointed. If he's appointed, there are consequences of the Labor Relations Act or whatever legislation because he has been acting for a long time. And um, it should be noted that there was no advert for this position at that point. Former SABC Group Executive for Risk and Governance Idani Tseise said lack of a long-term strategy will continue to place the financial status of the SABC at risk. In as far as a lot largely from the long-term strategy, as I say to you today, the organization does not have, it doesn't have long-term strategy. It works on a corporate plan approach. And, and I've raised this at some point, I think it was in 2014, to the executive directly as an executive of risk and governance that this thing is worrying me, that we are just continuing as if all is well without a long-term strategy. Chabalala Ngubane Mutsweneng and Magube were implicated in most of the evidence. Evidence leader Ntutu Zelo Vanara suggested that Ngubane and Chabalala should be invited to appear before the committee after Mavuso Mukobo and Lubisi testified. In the interest of fairness, and uh, you would have uh, picked up in today's proceedings that the witnesses, uh, to a large extent, made reference to Dr. Ngubane and Ms. Chabalala were the former chairpersons of the SABC board. And I would love to suggest that uh, the committee considers the two being added to the list of witnesses. Thank you, Chair. Agreed? Nipuzani, <laughs> ne? Given that Motsweneng and Magube are some of those who were implicated during the inquiry, we contacted their lawyers. Motsweneng's lawyer Zolama Javu says he's unable to comment on the parliamentary inquiry process because he has not received any instruction to do so. Magube's lawyer Laki Tekiso says he does not have instructions to comment on the inquiry proceedings either. He, however, says the inquiry process is what he calls a fuss and Christmas jokes. 
The inquiry will continue on Monday when four of the so-called SABCA journalists will testify. Krivani Pile Lukanyo Kalata, Tandekat Kubule and Vuyom Voko will testify on behalf of all the SABCA journalists. Magube, who failed to show up to testify on Thursday, has been summoned to appear before the committee next Tuesday.